Well, away we go with the Teal Shirt Report podcast. It's uh, Monday morning, August the 8th. My executive producer said, Scott, you got to put out a shorter podcast. Put out more of them. Here's the Monday morning edition on August the 8th. Uh, Jumbo Shrimp winning streak at five games finally came to an end. They lost to Memphis 2-1 to one on uh, Sunday, August the 8th. This show is primarily about the Jacksonville Jaguars, but we talk about other area sports, North Florida Entertainment, and uh, so much more. The first exhibition game, as you know, was a downer. Jaguars lost to the Raiders. Uh, 27-11 to 11, uh, was the final score. So, you know, a difficult loss uh, for the Jags, of course. The Las Vegas are now known as the Las Vegas Raiders. 27, the Jaguars 11. That game kind of in the rear view, but I keep getting questions about Trayvon Walker, who looked to be playing a straight-up defensive end on the right end, on the right side of the line, playing defensive end. The defense, yeah, sure, it may have been vanilla, what they call vanilla in the first exhibition game. For those of you scoring at home, it kind of means they're not showing much, is kind of what vanilla means. So they basically put Trayvon Walker mainly from the plays I saw. And I saw, you know, a good many of the plays. He's playing on the right side. I saw a sack by Trayvon Walker. So we got a tackle, a solo tackle, and a sack. Pretty good uh, on one play. He got a penalty that was, I looked at the penalty. Terry Knott from our Facebook groups said, the only thing he said about the penalty was it was BS. And that's true, man. It seemed like he barely touched the guy. However, on some of the other plays, particularly the sack, what we saw was power, unadulterated power from this big man, 6'5", 272 pounds, Trayvon Walker. Not everybody's a fan of Trayvon Walker. I know that Georgia Bulldog football insider Mad Max uh, is asking me, how's Trayvon Walker doing. Now, he's Max is keeping up with him, too, because he played at Georgia. He was the first overall pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars, 6'5", 272 pounds. He's got power, speed. He's got height, the long arm, size, and unlimited amount of perhaps untapped potential. Where does he play? Does he play outside linebacker or is where we saw him in the first preseason game where he's going to play on the defensive end. He was on the right end. Maybe Josh Allen's on one side. Trayvon Walker's on the other side. That's going to be interesting for opposing teams especially. The key thing for me is uh, defensive tackle play. Um, And there's some guys, you know, and and you know the, the guys we're talking about. You know, Duwan Smoot, among others, Jay Tavelli, who really didn't play any last year that I can think of in the regular season. That was he was drafted at at a USC. He was drafted at a USC in 2021. So you got Jay Tavelli. You know, you got uh, Malcolm Brown. You know, and um, uh, Roy Robertson Harris. You got some defensive linemen that'll play D tackle, nose tackle, depending on how the scheme sets up. Is it going to be a three-four for Mike Codwell? It looked like a vanilla, kind of a vanilla four-three in the first exhibition game. Unfortunately, the Jaguars did lose that one to the Las Vegas Raiders, twenty-seven to eleven. But again, no Trevor Lawrence, no Marvin Jones Jr., uh, no Christian Kirk. 
uh, in the game. So your top two receivers did not play. No Travis uh, ETN. Again, no Trevor Lawrence. So most of the weapons that the Jaguars were count on in the regular season didn't even play in this game. We did see Trayvon Walker play. We saw Trayvon Walker get a sack. We saw some power from Trayvon Walker on that sack. But the jury is still out on Trayvon Walker because it's a long season. Mad Max told me, our Georgia Bulldog football insider, he said, man, if he gets at least one sack every game, that's like, 15, 16, 17 sacks in a season if he stays healthy all year. And that's true. That would be accepted, and that would be happily discussed. Let's hope Trayvon Walker, I hope we're talking about double-digit sacks from Trayvon Walker. Still, the type of player he is, there's a chance he could end up with five or six sacks this year because he's doing all kinds of other things in the defense, maybe perhaps making the other players around him better. Devin Lloyd didn't play in the first game. He's um, still got an injury, uh, Devin Lloyd's injury. Um, you know, Devin Lloyd missed the first preseason game. Should we take a look at some uh, Devin Lloyd news? Because he was drafted late in the uh, first round out of Utah. Florida Gators. Florida Gators will be playing Utah. Um, Devin Eric Lloyd was born September the 30th of 1998. And, um, let's see, uh, Lloyd battling a, a bit of an injury, um, in the first couple of weeks, you know, of the preseason. So let's hope Devin Lloyd can get back, uh, you know, to being healthy. I was trying to look up some of the latest uh, injury news on Devin Lloyd, who, you know, sadly did not uh, play in the first game. Uh, the injury report uh, for the Jaguars, we'll try to pull that up in a moment. There was a lot of guys just did not play. Um, I saw somebody in the Facebook said, man, if Trevor Lawrence gets hurt, man, the season's over. Man, and that, that could be true, especially when you got your backup quarterback, C.J. Beathard, is out. With I believe CJ's injury is a growing injury. Is that correct? Um, we'll try to pull up some uh, information about the Jaguars. Let's see if we can pull up um, some information on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. Mm, okay. I think we got some, there's some old news on there. So in any event, we're waiting on Devin Lloyd to be able to be cleared and played. They're not going to rush him back. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, second preseason game will take place as the Jaguars uh, battle the Cleveland Browns. Let's take a look at that, uh, shall we? Browns versus Jaguars. There's players trying to get out of Cleveland. I know uh, we might see we might see Taven Bryan playing for Cleveland in uh, game two, right? But he went to Cleveland. I think Cleveland's given given Taven Bryan like five million bucks for one year, uh, something like that. Let's see what we got on the Jaguars and Cleveland. See if we can get a little bit of information on the Jaguars and Cleveland coming up here. Okay, uh, it's good to have all of you tuned in. We're brought to you by Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way uh, to make a podcast. And let's take a look. Um, 
Jaguars getting set to play Cleveland. The Jaguars versus Browns game is going to be on Friday, August the 12th. Friday, August the 12th, the Jacksonville Jaguars are playing the Cleveland Browns. They're going to play the Brownies, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens in you know in this uh, particular game. We're brought to you again by Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast, great creation tools at Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm. Uh, we, we've done our podcast with Anchor since mid-January of 2020. Let's, uh, do we have the info up on the game? Let's see. I, you know, we got all, all these old regular season games are popping up. Uh, the Browns do play the Jaguars on August the 12th of 2022. It's going to be at 7 o'clock p.m. It is going to be at uh, TIAA Bank Field. So it's a short week as we, as we record this podcast. On Monday morning, August the 8th, uh, four days till kickoff. The kickoff between the Browns and the Jaguars will be on this Friday, August the 12th at 7 o'clock p.m. It will be a home game at uh, TIAA Bank Field, right? TIAA Bank Field. Jaguars will be hosting hosting the uh, Cleveland Browns. So does Trevor Lawrence play in this game? I hope so. I hope he can play a quarter in this game. But I don't think the Jags are going to play Trevor Lawrence any more than they have to, but I believe he does need to play some. There were people disappointed that Trevor Lawrence, including our executive uh, including our executive producer, J.C., he was disappointed that Trevor Lawrence did not play in Game 1, the Hall of Fame game where the Las Vegas Raiders, I don't want to say they crushed the Jaguars, but they – you know, they outplayed the Jaguars most of the night where the Raiders won the game. The uh, Raiders won that game. The, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders 27, the Jacksonville Jaguars 11. Next preseason game, as we mentioned, is uh, coming up on Friday. Got a Friday night game. Going to be August 12th. Kept thinking about August 22nd, but no, it's coming up uh, Friday, this Friday, August the 12th at TIA Bank Field. 7 o'clock p.m. for the kickoff of uh, this Friday night's game. Again, we're brought to you by Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast. Also, LakeUfallHits.com, great internet radio where it's all good. Rock Saturdays on Saturday, man. Classic rock on LakeUfallHits.com. They have great internet radio. They have hits 2000s Monday through Friday evenings. Unique songs, deep cuts, album tracks, late at night with LakeUfallHits.com. Great internet radio where it's all good. And in this day and age of internet radio and, and music all kind of coming together is a lot of variety. You get a lot of variety at LakeUfallHits.com. Again, great internet radio where it's all good. Mad Max, our Georgia Bulldog football insider, also does the MadMaxMix.Weebly.com. It is a internet radio Wednesday night music request show. You can find the links to the Mad Max Mix right on our website at BigJReport.com. BigJReport.com is also the best place to go and find our podcast. Scroll the homepage. We're right there. The Teal Shirt Report podcast. Also, the Mad Max Mix uh, Weebly.com is located in the Neighbors 2 section and the Outside the Box section with easy to click on links. 
where you can get to the show, the Mad Max Mix.weebly.com, classic rock request, uh, pop music request from, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, and beyond, some newer stuff, some older stuff. Check it out, madmaxmix.weebly.com. Saucer Reality, been with us since we started BigJReport.com just a few years ago. For your real estate needs in North Florida, whether it's Jacksonville, Gainesville, Lake City, Live Oak, or somewhere in between, or even a little bit to the south of the North Florida area, remember Larry Saucer and his staff at Saucer Realty. Saucer Realty and Capital. For your real estate needs, whether it's home, residential real estate, whether you're buying or selling, also uh, commercial and, and business real estate as well, with Saucer Realty. That is, of course, Saucer Realty and Capital, big sponsor of BigJReport.com, and of course, our Teal Shirt Report podcast. So the exhibition game number two was coming up on Friday night. The uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, Jacksonville Jaguars, will be uh, obviously uh, taking on the Cleveland Browns 7 o'clock p.m. this Friday night. We'll talk more about that game and much more coming up uh, here on the Teal Shirt Report Podcast. Thank you for listening. You are tuned in to the Teal Shirt Report Podcast. It's uh, Tuesday morning, August the 8th. We, we started this segment on Monday. We're going to attempt to do about three shows a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Sometimes we'll finish the show off the next day like we're doing today on this uh, Tuesday, August the 9th. It was sad to see the Jumbo Shrimps five-game winning streak came to an end, right? College football uh, just around the corner, and the Jaguars' practice on Sunday might have been like Doug Peterson's version of junction the Junction Boys, perhaps, right? Sunday was a very intense practice. I know ETN, during some scrimmage time, took a couple of vicious hits, uh, one in particular, I believe, from uh, uh, Cisco, the safety. He's hitting. They were hitting hard on Sunday, an intense practice, as I've heard it described by, by some that uh, watched the practice. Uh, still waiting on Devin Lloyd to come back from his injury, and we did a little update on his injury in the last few hours. Uh, linebacker Devin Lloyd, it's a hamstring injury. Lloyd will miss a little bit of time. He's going to be kind of day-to-day, and they're going to be careful with him. Uh, preseason game number two is coming up. The Jaguars uh, hosting the Cleveland Browns on Friday night. That's going to be interesting. Will Trevor play in that game? That's a big question. I don't think that's actually been decided uh, one way or another. But Trevor says uh, when it's his time to play, he'll be ready. So that's what we're looking at. With uh, Devin Lloyd being injured for the past several days, I believe his hamstring injury occurred you know, several days ago, back on July the 24th. It is helping, in some respect, Chad Muma getting, you know, extra uh, work at linebacker. Uh, Shaquille Quarterman, the Jacksonville kid uh, who played his, um, I believe he played his high school ball at Oakley, played at the U down in Miami. Shaquille Quarterman, I think he's been on this roster. I think this is uh, Shaquille's, what, third year, I believe. So this is a key and critical year for linebacker, 
uh, Shaquille Quarterman. Something about Quarterman you might not know or you might not remember. He was actually the guy the Jaguars picked up in the draft in the fourth round. It was the draft pick the Jaguars got from uh, the Bears for quarterback Nick Foles. So Shaquille Quarterman kind of kind of has uh, that tag over him a little bit. And um, he's, he's a good player. The Jaguars have a lot of, and he may not start, but he may get, he'll get a lot of playing time in the preseason. Let's see how well he plays. I'm kind of pulling for the local Jacksonville kid, Shaquille Quarterman. But a lot of moving parts with the defense. I mean, what we saw in the first preseason game was a powerful sack, which looked even more powerful when it was slowed down and I saw the replay on it. Um, I think Trayvon Walker, number 44 for the Jaguars, I think he's got all the potential in the world. He's got the size, the speed, the power, the long arms. Let's see how it translates to a season and in particularly a, a full season. Let's hope he can go and play in almost every game the Jaguars have. Georgia Bulldog football insider Mad Max said, Man, if he gets a sack every game, that's what, 15, 16, 17 sacks? The Jaguars would take that. We'd take double digits at this point, which would be 10 or more. He may not get 10 or more. Depends on maybe how he's used in the scheme. But if they line him up at the right defensive end, like we saw in the first preseason game, he'll have a shot at getting some sacks. The key thing for me is the defensive tackles. The nose tackles guys, uh, Roy Robertson, Harris, uh, Dwayne, Dwayne Smoot, um, Jay Tafali, if he'll develop a, a fourth-round draft pick uh, out of USC last year that didn't really play hardly any last year. The Jaguars and Malcolm Brown, who they got from the Saints, you know, well over a year ago. They got him in 2021. Uh, got him in a, I believe it, it was a trade. The Saints were trying to get, you know, off some salary cap. And the Jaguars picked up defensive tackle Malcolm Brown. Key player for the Jaguars going into 2022. That defensive, the defensive line, the interior defensive line for me is the starting point, the hub for the Jags defense. They've got to be able to hold opponents on that first down play. Man, they got to stop the run. Jaguars got to get the opponents in second and long and third and long to make things happen for all these pass rushers. And they got a lot of them, you know, Trayvon Walker's a pass rusher. Uh, The guy nursing a hamstring injury, Devin Lloyd, in my mind, playing linebacker. He's also a pass rusher. You got, um, you know, you got, of course, the kid out of Kentucky, you know, Josh Allen going into, I think this is what Josh's fourth year. Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the fifth-year option has already been exercised on uh, Josh Allen, so he's going to be here. Um, so the defense, key things, I mean, Devin Lloyd, a late first-round pick of the Jags, spent some draft capital to move up and get. He's nursing a hamstring injury. They're going to be careful with him at this point. I, I feel like we may not see Devin Lloyd in the next preseason game. Probably not going to see him play yet. Um, he's going to be kind of day to day with that, you know, hamstring injury. They got to be careful with because that could be, you know, perhaps a lingering issue. Um, so some other linebackers going to get, a, you know, shots of playing obviously. And where does Trayvon Walker play? Does he play that right defensive end? Does he play some outside linebacker? 
We may have just saw a really vanilla defense in the Hall of Fame game. It looked to me like every time I saw Walker, he's lining up as a right defensive end. But we've heard the word that, you know, he's going to play some outside linebacker. So the Jags are obviously the Jags are obviously going to show different looks. I'm sure we haven't seen, you know, the regular season scheme yet by defensive coordinator uh, Mike Godwell. Um, Jaguars had an intense practice on uh, Sunday. Might have been Coach Doug Peterson's version of the Junction Boys, at least for one day. They practiced again Monday. Wide receiver Christian Kirk caught a touchdown pass from Trevor Lawrence, you know, and uh, I guess it was seven-on-seven seven drills, I believe, or, or some type of scrimmage. We heard that uh, Trevor Lawrence uh, threw a touchdown pass to Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk kind of rolled his ankle on the touchdown catch, but apparently he's fine. Um, nothing serious at all, but he rolled his ankle a little bit on a touchdown pass. So that's some of what's been going on with the Jaguars. I heard some interesting stuff about – you know, Damian Pierce looking good in the Houston Texans training camp. Heck, they drafted him. I mean, uh, Dan Mullen should have given him the ball more at Florida because I think he's going to be a pretty good NFL back, not a lot of tread on the tires. Uh, I heard uh, I heard a, a, a podcast um, last night that said that, you know, Dave, some of Damian Pierce's numbers look similar in college to Derrick Henry. However, the uh, the Gators and Dan Mullen just didn't get really Damian Pierce as many carries as a lot of people, you know, think they should have. College football, the SEC, uh, big game September the 3rd. There are games August 27th of 2022. North Carolina uh, hosting Florida A&M. Florida State plays the Duquesne Dukes, I believe they're called. I didn't even know they played football. Well, I'll take that back. I think I heard they played football few years ago, but they're more of a basketball school. Florida State should win that game by two or three touchdowns or more. Or if that's if that's a close game, I mean, that's going to create a lot of uh, hot air for, for Knowles Nation, right? Florida State will host Duquesne and Tallahassee. North Carolina will host Florida A&M. Big money game, I'm sure, for Florida A&M. Nebraska and Northwestern and Dublin, Ireland on August the 27th, and I believe there's a couple other games on August 27th. We'll delve more into those as um, August the 27th gets closer. September the 3rd, uh, the SEC really cranks up with uh, Georgia playing Oregon from the Pac-12 up in Atlanta. I think this is kind of a kickoff classic because it's not in Athens, Georgia. It's in Atlanta, Georgia at Mercedes-Benz. Georgia versus Oregon. Georgia, last time I checked, was a 17-and-a-half-point favorite over Oregon up in Atlanta on September the 3rd. Utah at Florida at the Swamp. I, I, I hear anywhere from Utah being favored by two or two-and-a-half points. And uh, keep in mind, Utah is the defending Pac-12 champions. Florida State will play um, – Man, I almost messed up here. Let me double-check this. Florida State will play LSU. That's in New Orleans. That's going to be on September the 3rd, and that is going to be huge. Um, I'm not, I haven't looked at a line on that uh, game yet, but we will. Again, Georgia versus Oregon up in Atlanta on September the 3rd. Utah at Florida. That's a Utah Utes, a Pac-12 champions. Florida State versus LSU in New Orleans on September the 3rd. And Alabama. 
the Crimson Tide, and some people are saying that Alabama, could this be true? Nick Saban and Alabama could have their best team ever. Is that possible? You know, they've got uh, the quarterback, uh, Bryce, coming back. Bryce is coming back. He's, you know, he, he's going to be a very experienced quarterback. Heisman Trophy winner coming back to play for Alabama. He stays healthy. Alabama is going to be tough. Alabama will host Utah State on September the 3rd. So that's some of the games coming up. We talked about the Jaguars having an intense practice on Sunday. I know that uh, from what I've heard, Tra- uh, uh, Travis Etienne, Travis Etienne had a couple of runs where he took some vicious hits, one in particular from um, uh, the safety Cisco at a Syracuse second-year player who's looked really good under the uh, – the new coaching staff this year, good reports on on uh, Cisco, the safety. You know, Wingard played most of the time last year at safety, and he's on the team. He's on the roster. And uh, he was a – I believe Wingard re-signed with the Jaguars as uh, what they call a restricted free agent, I believe. And so Wingard's back. you got um, Cisco who will play and probably play a lot more in 2022 we'll see what happens so that's some of what's going on um i heard a stat which was kind of telling florida gators last year in 2021 with emory jones mainly at the controls i think they had as many as 18 interceptions last year in 2021 that's a stat that new coach billy napier's really got to turn around at uf uh florida gators um from the quarterback position last year in 2021, 18 interceptions, I believe. I'll have to double-check that stat, but that's probably about right. Florida had an extremely rough year, especially from a defensive standpoint. So Billy Napier's got a lot to clean up. I hear recently, though, the recruiting's going very well. I think uh, Coach Billy Napier has got commits, some commitments from as many as um, three or four, uh, four stars over the last couple of weeks. So, Coach Billy Napier, off to a pretty good start at Florida. But we really don't know how they're going to look in the game. It's not an SEC opponent. It's Utah, Pac-12 champion, Utah at Florida. On September the 3rd, again, the Utah Utes, defending Pac-12 champion, about a two, two-and-a-half point favorite over Florida at the Swamp. It's a home game for Florida, but they're not favored. Utah's about a two, two-and-a-half point favorite. It'll be Coach Billy Napier's first game for the Florida Gators. Hey, scared money. Scared money don't make money. Coach Billy Napier in his debut on September the 3rd, Florida, hosting the Utah Utes. Jaguars, um, preseason game number two. I think the NFL says that's preseason game number one, like they don't count the Hall of Fame game or something. But the Jags are 0-1-1 in the preseason. Coming off the 27-11 to 11 loss to the Raiders. And people say, was uh, Coach Doug Peterson's Junction Boys on Sunday, was it related to the loss? Well, maybe some, but from what I understand, it was actually pre-planned. They were going to have one heck of a practice and a serious hard-hitting practice, and they did on Sunday. And, uh, again, that was this past Sunday, August the 7th. So and they may do that again as training camp continues. Uh, we keep hearing now that um, Juwan Taylor, I think, is coming off his injury. will begin to start playing and battling for that right tackle position where Walker Little has got to be in the lead because he's gotten the reps. 
since uh, Juwan Taylor, you know, was injured and been out for, for several days. I heard an experiment, you know, this was about a month ago. I heard some people saying uh, Juwan Taylor could possibly move to left guard. And I think it was a former NFL coach that said he was kind of in the know about that. That might give the Jags more depth. Juwan Taylor at this point may not start. But he's going to get a lot of action, a lot of reps during training camp. As long as he's 100% healthy, ready to go, it's going to be interesting. Preseason game number two officially uh, for the Jaguars. They host the Cleveland Browns at home this Friday night at TIA Bank Field. We talked about the game even a little bit earlier uh, in this particular podcast. A little bit of uh, college football we were talking about. Uh, We're also going to talk right now about some uh, concert information coming up. We do check the Jaguars, North Florida Entertainment, and other area sports. Um, there's a National Arena League title game. The uh, Carolina Cobras are going to be playing the Albany New York Empire. Uh, the Columbus Georgia Lions and the Jacksonville Sharks uh, were both eliminated in the semifinals of the National Arena League playoffs, the Columbus, Georgia got knocked off. The Jacksonville Sharks got knocked off. Again, the Jacksonville Sharks, the Jacksonville Sharks and the um, Columbus, Georgia Lions got knocked off in the semifinals. The title game will be August the 13th at 7 o'clock p.m. The NAL title game, the Carolina Cobras playing the Albany, New York Empire. So that's kind of the wrap-up game. Uh, of course, for the um, National Arena League, six teams in the league. They're going to get a seventh team in the league next year. I believe the team is going to be called. They're going to be in North Carolina, the Fayetteville Mustangs. So um, the National Arena League, it looks like they're going to be operating with at least at least one new team next year, the Fayetteville. I believe they're going to be known as the Fayetteville Mustangs. Let's take a look at uh, some some North Florida entertainment. On this uh, Tuesday morning, August the 9th, on our podcast, the Teal Shirt Report podcast, some shows coming up. And uh, we try to give you, you know, we try to give you a lot of info on uh, what's happening concert-wise. Great Event Fleet is coming, at at latest report. And um, so let's take a look. Let's give you a little rundown on uh, some of the shows uh, that are coming up. Uh, no Ringo Starr. Let's check. Let's check some of these dates on these shows, you know, that are actually uh, coming up here. Okay, here we go. Um, some people miss this concert: the uh, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett, and the Black Arts uh, show was held back on July the second at TIAA Bank Field. Some inclement weather. The show got delayed, maybe about an hour or more, and then the show came off. Um, got. Got a delay due to weather conditions, according to local city officials in Jacksonville. They finally gave the all clear for the show to go on uh, with only about a little bit over an hour of a rain delay, as I as I understand it. And I heard it was a fantastic show by some reviews and comments that I saw that I I heard locally uh, throughout the Jacksonville, Florida area here in the local community in North Florida. Uh, Let's take a look at some shows that are actually coming up. As um, that big stadium tour, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett, and the Blackhearts, that one's in the rear view. That one was held uh, several weeks ago, back on July the 2nd. Okay, here's some uh, shows that are coming up. Psychic Deli, 
Psychic Deli, good local band in North Florida. Psychic Deli, we understand. Psychic Deli, local North Florida band, will be at the Voussoir in Atlantic Beach, Florida. Psychic Deli's next show is going to be on August the 13th at the Voussoir in Atlantic Beach, Florida. Then a few days later, Psychic Deli will be playing at T-Dub's Speakeasy in Atlantic Beach on August the 24th. Um, some sad news. I, I know that um, apparently uh, apparently D's has closed down. It's been difficult for businesses, uh, you know, during the pandemic, even the past, the post-pandemic. Uh, D's in Orange Park closed down where Psychic Deli did play a lot of shows and they, they were almost kind of like the house band over there. So uh, Psychic Deli looking for a new venue. Looks like they're going to be playing the Voussoir quite a bit. Psychic Deli, local North Florida band, will be at the Voussoir. Um, Psychic Deli's next show is on August 13th at the Voussoir in Atlantic Beach, Florida. Then we'll repeat a few days later. Psychic Deli playing at T-Dub Speakeasy in Atlantic Beach, Florida on August the 24th. Also coming in September, Collective Soul at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida on September the 13th of 2022 at 7 o'clock p.m. Judy Collins, from what I like to call is the uh, the groovy folk genre. Judy Collins, what, what a great uh, groovy kind of song Judy Collins had years and years ago. And, and she was most famous for this song, I believe. Judy Collins of Both Sides Now fame. You remember the song Both, on Both Sides Now was the name of the song. Judy Collins of Both Sides Now fame. On September the 16th of 2022 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, get ready. Another Wednesday night of the Mad Max Mix Internet uh, Radio Show. Wednesday night music request show from 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, at 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. And can be accessed at www.madmaxmix.weebly.com. And you can find the link to Mad Max's show, the Mad Max Mix. He's also our Georgia Bulldog football insider. Of course, I kind of cover the Florida Gators along with Alex Nunnery and Lucas Mann. So we got plenty of folks covering the Florida Gators at BigJReport.com. Um, Mad Max is our Georgia Bulldog football insider. JC, one of our producers, our executive producer, I might add. Uh, covers the Alabama Crimson Tide in the SEC Western Division. Alabama could be sitting on, especially with their quarterback, Bryce, coming back. They could be sitting on, some of the experts are saying, maybe Alabama could have their best team ever. They're going to get some competition. we got Brian Kelly at LSU, but it may take a year or so for him to really get acclimated to the SEC. Texas A&M, Jimbo doing the limbo with his recruiting class coming in. And uh, Nick Saban, bad blood between Nick Saban and uh, Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M. Going to really make for an interesting SEC Western Division race uh, this year in 2022. And when they play each other, man, everybody's going to be watching that game. Texas A&M and Alabama. We'll be talking more about that on future podcasts as well, right here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. So again, the Mad Max Mix, uh, go to our website, bigjreport.com, go to Neighbors 2, click on the Mad Max Mix. There's a there's a click easy-to-click-on link for the Mad Max Mix, www.madmaxmix.weebly.com, or just madmaxmix.weebly.com. How about this one that was postponed a few times uh, during the pandemic? 
It's Ringo Starr and his all-star band, and you still got a few days before before it's here. I saw him play on YouTube a little bit. Really uh, kind of impressive. It's Ringo Starr and his all-star band. The reason why I wear Skechers is because Ringo Starr did the Skechers commercial. Seriously. And uh, it's a good commercial. He sold me on Skechers. And I try to wear Skechers or buy Skechers whenever I can. Uh, Ringo starred his all-star band at 7.30 p.m. on September the 15th of 2022 at the St. Augustine Amphitheater. I understand the show has been uh, uh, canceled or postponed, I guess postponed a time or two or three. And it looks like it's finally going to happen this time around. Ringo's not getting any younger. Let's hope he makes this show, right? You know, Paul didn't Paul McCartney Paul McCartney just didn't he just turn eighty recently and Ringo's right there with him and and um, you only got two remaining Beatles uh, left Ringo Starr Paul McCartney I think Pete Best is still around the fifth Beatle <laughs> he got removed he got removed rather quickly he was a Beatle back in sixty two I believe but he got removed quickly and replaced by Ringo Starr. So it's Ringo Starr and his all-star band, 7.30 p.m. on September the 15th of 2022 at the St. Augustine Amphitheater. Also, Greta Van Fleet coming to Jacksonville, Florida in October, on October the 21st of 2022 at 8 o'clock p.m. Tickets on sale now for Greta Van Fleet. Showtime and date, Friday, October 21st for Greta Van Fleet. Friday, October the 21st of 2022 at 8 o'clock p.m. At the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville, Florida. I've got to go by the arena, see if they have any more tickets left. Otherwise, you're buying them online with some of the, the online uh, uh, folks that sell concert tickets. So you can get a concert ticket. You may pay a pretty, pretty steep price, but there's always a ticket out there. You've got the money and they got the time to ship you the tickets, I'm sure. And they're going to charge you for the shipping as well at least most of the outlets some of them may include that i don't know that's going to do it uh for the teal shirt report podcast special thank you to alex nunnery one of our producers alex was telling me the other day that um the jacksonville axemen who uh play rugby and they've been a highly successful and championship rugby team here in jacksonville the jacksonville axemen We'll play in the playoffs uh, in just a few days from now. We'll give you more info on that. You can uh, we'll probably have something on the website soon at BigJReport.com. Best and easiest way to access our website, go to BigJReport.com. You'll be glad you did. we got a lot of stuff up there, a lot of easy-to-click-on links for the Mad Max Mix. Uh, LakeUfallHits.com, another one of our fine sponsors, Great Internet Radio. also want to thank uh, Saucer Realty and Capital for your North Florida real estate needs, whether it's home. Uh, residential, business, commercial, real estate. Um, you know, Larry does real estate deals in uh, Jacksonville, Gainesville, Lake City, Live Oak, all areas, pretty much all areas in between and even a little further south of where they are. You can find a link for Saucer Realty uh, on our on our website at bigjreport.com. Go to the uh, homepage. Again, a special thank you to our sponsors, Saucer Realty and Capital. Uh, LakeUfallahits.com, great internet radio where it's all good. They got Rock Saturdays as well at uh, LakeUfallahits.com and so much more. Great internet radio, uh, recognizable hits, deep cuts, album tracks, uh, unique songs late at night. LakeUfallahits.com, 
great internet radio where it's all good. A legitimate sponsor, I'll tell you, of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. It's LakeyFallHits.com. Great internet radio where it's all good. Also, the Mad Max Mix, DonWeebly.com. Wednesday night, internet radio, Wednesday night music request show with Mad Max. And we mentioned that a little bit earlier as well. Again, thank you to Anchor.fm, kind of our, our, our host studio for our podcast. So again, thank you to Anchor.fm, Salsa Realty and Capital. LakeyFallHits.com, great internet radio where it's all good. And the Mad Max Mix, internet radio music request show on Wednesday nights. Check it out. A lot of good requests. I make requests as well on that uh, particular show. And, and the cool thing is Max will interview me on his show maybe once or twice a month. So we enjoy, you know, that part of it as well. And he has a great show, madmaxmix.weebly.com on uh, Wednesday night, 6 to 8 Central Time, 7 to 9 Eastern Time. That's going to do it for the Teal Shirt Report podcast this time around. Let's see. We have hammered out. This is episode show number 38. We're doing more episodes. Going to try to make the episode shorter, and we will. And we're going to be on primarily about three days a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. But you can check out whatever the latest podcast is that we we have up. Please check it out. Check out the old ones, too. Special thank you to our producers, Alex Nunry, and also to our executive our executive producer, JC. Thank you so much, JC. That's going to do it for episode show number 38 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Hey, we'll be back in just another day or two. We got episodes coming to you fast and furious. Again, this has been episode show number 38 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. You have a great day. My name is Scott, and I'm out. This has been episode show number 38. Check us out again. We do North Florida Entertainment. North Florida Entertainment, uh, Jackson, extensive Jacksonville Jaguars coverage, North Florida Entertainment, and other area sports as well. Thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I'm your your host, and uh, thank you for listening. My name is Scott, and I'm out. Talk to you again soon.